there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. From Gimlet, this is Reply All. I'm Alex Goldman. And I'm PJ Vogt. What's the number? The press the dial pad there. The um... Can you pick that up? Hello. Thank you for using Google Phone Verification. You're welcome. Your code is two mm-hmm. zero, zero one. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Seven, seven. zero <laughs> zero nine. This is actually so. This is actually so annoying. It's sort of writing. Two zero one. Seven, the verification procedure zero, has res- has expired nine. and must be restarted. Goodbye. We have to restart the verification. So last week, we got in the studio with our editor Tim and a few producers because we'd asked people to call in with questions. Big questions, small questions, tech, non-tech. And we got a lot of calls, and we tried to answer them. All right, try hanging up and let's see what happens. Okay, we're getting our first call. Hello? Hello. Hey. Hey, who's this? My name's Eric. I'm calling from Canada. Where in Canada? Uh, Vancouver. Cool. I've never been there, but I went to school in Montreal. Um, what is your question? Let's go on a quick thought experiment here. Sure. I've got kids, mm-hmm. and um, if I sent the kids wait, to the store to buy... do you have actual buy... kids, or are these kids just in the thought experiment? Oh, wait. No, I actually have kids. Okay. <laughs> um, and say I send them to Best Buy to buy, I don't know, something for the house. With cash, they can do it. That's fine. But if I send them with my credit card, they can't do it. Right. Right? But if they're online and they're buying an app in the app store, they have to have a profile that is guaranteed by my credit card and they can buy stuff with my credit card. And I think that's probably a breach of some sort of contract, right? Entering into a contract with a minor with a credit card that's not there. Uh, who do you is, want arrested in this situation? Yeah. Who, is it your kids or is it uh, Apple? <laughs> Apple. Because this is the thing that got me on this is that my kid uh, bought this app, Truth or Dare. And I don't know the nature of the app, but I bet it's truth or dare kind of related. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's 14, right? Like, so him and his friends, they're, you know, experimenting with girls and, and stuff like that. So truth or dare was kind of age appropriate. It was free for the first month, maybe, or week. And then it started to pop up. Like, do you want to buy the thing? And he's like, no. And then it would say right away, would you want to buy the thing? And it was no, 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 no. And so he got into this situation where he's just pressing no a bunch of times. And then they flipped where the no and the yes were. Oh my so God. Said, that's real yes. sketchy. I know. And oh wait, that's, that's just the beginning. Guess how much it costs for this app? A hundred $49 a week. Are you serious? What does this app do? <laughs> Tricks kids into putting know. stuff on their parents' credit card. So, you know what kids do is, and this is what my son did, and I don't blame him for doing it, right away he deleted the app, right? Because he's like, oh no, something happened. I pressed yes, I didn't mean to, but if I delete the app, no big deal, right? Yeah. Well, three weeks later when I get my credit card statement, there's three weeks of $149 oh, that's, for, for that's this awful. <laughs> that's that is straight up predatory. Um, right? So Apple comes back and says, no, he bought the app. And I was like, 
No, he didn't because you never fulfilled on that. He deleted the app, so he never used it, right? And they're like, oh, no, technically he bought it. And I'm like, but technically what in the hell? You can't have something where it flips the note of the It just feels like such a straightforward scam. Yeah. And so they just won't help. And they're, they're like, like, okay. What did they say? No, they did eventually help me, but they never got back to me on the, like, isn't it illegal to enter into a, a, a contract with a minor? Like, why does a kid have to have a credit card verified iTunes account to get free apps? Why wouldn't you just make it so that a kid's account, you can't buy anything? Is, does he have his own individual iTunes account or you, is it your account? Yeah, yeah. He has a kid's iTunes account, but a kid's iTunes account has to be verified or at least at the time, I think they were saying they were talking about changing it, but I don't know if they have. You have to put in your credit card. Oh, wait, I do have something to tell you. Okay. Okay, so apparently iTunes does have a feature, which even though it seems like you do need a credit card to set up the account, you can take the credit card off the account once it's been set up. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I want that. You just select none as payment type. Ah. I'm doing that today. Yeah. You guys are the best. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. That was the one person with a question. <laughs> oh, never mind. Hello. Hi. Hi, this is Alex, and PJ is here also, unfortunately. Uh, what's your question? That was that felt really rude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my question are is... Are you calling from a I library? Get, is a baby sleeping? Oh, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> I'm at work. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, okay. So I get this email ever since I went on vacation to Paris and connected to Wi-Fi. And it's one of those hacker emails where they're like, um, we've been watching you. We have a Trojan on your computer. Send us Bitcoin money. Uh-huh. And they're like, in five days, if you don't send us the money, we're going to... We're going to like compromising photos of you account and oh, and send a million things out to all your friends and family. And I've always waited and nothing ever happened. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to know if I should be worried about it or if it's just because they have my email. You shouldn't be worried. You shouldn't be worried. The, the yeah. other version of this scam that is like slightly more convincing and scary is that they'll they'll go on the internet and they'll find password dumps where, you know, you used to have like an Adobe account or something and your old password leaked from years ago. And they'll send you an email where they're like, we have your password. And even though it's an old password, it makes it feel more specific. And so people in that situation right. have been handing over money, but you definitely should not hand over money. They definitely don't have anything. I think the other thing that they do a lot is like, uh, we hacked your computer. We've turned on your webcam. We've yeah. seen you watching pornography. We're going to send this video to your family unless you give us the thing. Right. And, and honestly, that scam does work. Researchers have followed the Bitcoin accounts it's that like they put in there. It's like millions of dollars. And it's like a couple million dollars that people have made from doing this. But you don't have to worry about it. It's not because of the of your, the French Wi-Fi. It's just someone who's like taking a gamble on you. And I wouldn't worry about it. Thank you. Well, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem. All right. Bye. Bye. They don't actually answer. Hello? Oh, we answer. We don't actually answer. Oh my, god. oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Very <laughs> rude. Yeah, you have been caught. We have we have two minutes, minutes before, before we have to go to our philosophy. We have to hand in a paper. But um, we were wondering if you thought. Did you hear the viral story about the rat that was putting away tools in a toolbox in like I don't even know Sweden or something? I did. Alex hears it's every one of these stories. I can't. And he I would like more not, people to send them to him. No. Just no. in case. I've heard every rat story <laughs> since 2015. Uh, can you just explain what the episode is in case somebody hasn't heard it? Oh, so the episode of Zardulu is all about this very mysterious and wonderful woman who aims to uh, create viral videos that just kind of like screw with people's perception of the world, but not in like a necessarily malicious way. Yeah, and not malicious really at all. really elusive and fascinating. Like, it's got to be her, right? Do you think it's our deal, Alex? Here's what I can tell you. I, I have a back-channel, fairly regular conversation with Zardulu, and she's still she's still working. I can't tell you more uh, than that. No, no, no. Answer the question. Do you think the rat in Sweden is Zardulu or don't you? <laughs> oh, I know. I definitely think it was. You do? Yes. Really? Uh, yeah. Really? She she does it's work internationally. Like, I feel like you're doing some winky Santa Claus she shit. Do, she does work internationally, <laughs> and every once in a while she'll get in touch with me and just send me a picture. It'll be like... 
it'll be like an alligator on water skis and she'll be like what's up and like i mean that's not exactly <laughs> the thing but she does that to me i totally wouldn't be surprised in the least if it was her Wow. 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 Oh my gosh. The only exception to the it's always Zardulu rule is whenever there's something that's rat related where it's like, you know, there was a video of a rat washing itself for a while and it seemed like that that rat was very unhappy in that video and she she would never do anything that would cause harm to an animal. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. I went to Krispy Kreme this morning. You did? Oh, my body feels terrible. I shouldn't have done it. Hello? Hello? Hello. Who's this? My name's Shane. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, so I had a question. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was trying to get myself off the internet, and I started doing some research, and I found that uh, there's like a couple of ones called Fast People Search. Oh, I know the what other you're one about. Is, These yeah, websites where they yeah, can search your name and they get uh, your full address. And your family and right. your age and all this stuff. And phone number. Yeah. yeah. So the reason I'm doing all this is because I have a job where I work with people and sometimes they have at-risk behaviors. And, uh, like, I kind of want to become anonymous and now all this information's up. Is it okay to ask you a follow-up question of just, like, what do you mean by at-risk behaviors? Um, so I work with people with developmental disabilities. And some of them have issues with, like, boundaries. And one of the people on my caseload um, had some sexualized behavior and had stalked people, like, really intensely in the yeah, past. Yeah. So um, just to kind of eliminate that and protect my family, change my name and whatnot. Um, and I didn't know how to go about, like, getting rid of that information. Yeah. You know what I'm so the, the thing with these websites is there's a million of them. Um, but right. all of them that I've seen have the ability to opt out. It's just the annoying thing is you kind of have to go like one by one by one by one. Legally, they have to offer you the option to opt out. But the nice thing is that the, the more popular ones, which would be like the first ones you would see, which you would take your name off of would also be the first ones somebody trying to get your address would see. And so if you like, we actually, we, we have a resource uh, it's a big list of all those sites. Yeah, if you look in the show notes of episode 130, The Snapchat Thief, there is a worksheet of, I think, about 90 of these websites, and it shows you the URL and what it takes to opt out, and a lot of times it just has a link directly to the opt-out page. So you should check that out. Okay. Um, it'll be very helpful Great. in terms of that stuff. So, okay, you guys said 130 on that, right? Yeah, episode 130. Okay. Thanks so much, man. Take care. Hey, thank you, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello? Oh my god, I got through. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Were you complaining about being on the waitlist in that moment? I was. You're not the first person moment, we've dude. caught in this behavior. <laughs> dude, I have fucking called so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Dude, it's been like, hang up, call back. Hank, my name is Nick, dude. I'm from Illinois. Cool. What oh can we god, do for dude. you, Nick? Okay, I got a couple questions, all right? Uh-huh. First of all, what was your what was your user handle on Tripset? Will you tell me? On oh, Tripset, I don't remember. Oh come on, dude! You're probably an active user. It, you on. have an active <laughs> user of Tripset. So for people who don't remember, Tripset's the website you go to if you're too high and you need to be talked down from a drug trip, or if you want to talk down people who are too high. What do you, in your imagination, where I'm using Tripset all the time? Am I too high all the time, or am I counseling people down all the time? He's too high all the time. Uh, Alex, I'm not asking you this question. <laughs> no, it's um, I'm just probably too high all the time. Oh, here. come on. Yeah, man. come on. You've got a I'm going to get too high kind of personality. That's true. Are you using Tripset? Me, I use Tripset. Yeah, I love Tripset. Are you <laughs> talking people down? Or are, you, are you talking people down? I go both ways. What's your handle? Uh, Def Not Nick. Def Not Nick? Like, this is definitely not Nick? Yeah. But your name is it's Nick. Definitely not Nick. The last time I did mushrooms was in 1998. That was before there were what? there was a trip sit, and um, right. and it was a pretty bad situation for me because my life was definitely right. not in order at the time. And you know, like when you're stressed mm-hmm. out about something, there's like an amplification that happens. And so what I remember is trying to alphabetize my record collection and getting too stressed out over it. And then calling my mom and crying. 
And oh, if I had very trip set, cool. if I had trip set, things probably would have been a little better for me. So what did I, your mom okay. say when you called her crying, trying to alphabetize your record collection? I didn't call her and say, I can't alphabetize my record collection. I just called her and cried more generally about the difficulties of being alive. And she was pretty sympathetic. Well, I she's, feel your, like, she's your mom. She's my mom. I feel like I should give her a call and thank her for that. You should, because I've been there. Like, it was not that long ago. I had my mom involved. What happened? In a huge what acid trip. Oh, I was, well, I took too much acid, for one. Like, I shouldn't have taken that much. Yeah. Um, and and I, I thought I was dying. Like, uh. I literally was like, oh, dude. And then, like, I, it's so weird, because, like, I traveled into a different universe in my head. Mm-hmm. And, like, I went to a place where it was just one building, and there was this, there was two people, right? And they just kept eating and eating and eating, and, like, they were turning into slugs, right? Oh, my and I know God. That's pretty yucky. crazy, but this is, is like, me in my head. Like, I yeah. wasn't, like, I'm not mm-hmm. seeing this shit. I'm, like, dreaming reality. I know it's weird, but oh, they're, like, eating and eating and eating until the point where there was nothing left to eat except for each other. <sighs> and, like, that was the end of the world. Like, that's how the government... <sighs> killed off our species and I come to and I'm like what the fuck you know my mom is sitting in my bedroom my mom is at my house in my bedroom and she's like I'm like the world is fucked up mom and she's like I know Nick the world's fucked up that's a lot like the conversation I had with my mom <laughs> dude hey man moms are good people dude you know life's hard but moms are good people dude hey, you know that is so oh, true oh man that's crazy. Man, I'm just so happy I talked to you guys today, dude, for real. Thanks, thanks definitely not, Nick. Hey, thank you guys, dude. It's a blessing talking to you. And do you remember your second question or no? Um, uh, I, I, fuck, I wish I did, dude, so I could talk to you guys longer. I really do. I, I do not. I That's do all right. Not. Uh, all right, Nick. But maybe I will remember and I'll call you guys back. Cool. Sounds good. We'll thanks, go man. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much. All right, later, guys. Bye. Awesome. <laughs> did you hear how he ended that? What did he say? Rock on. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. That is a good soul. Hello? Hello? Hi. Who's this? This is Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin. How you doing? This is Alex and PJ. Hey, great. How are you guys? Good. What's your question? Um... So my question is, I have a garbage phone. A garbage <laughs> I phone? I started a garbage phone. Okay. I started a new job a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and basically I got a new number to the office, and I started getting all these calls from people wanting to know if I could come pick up their trash for a garbage <laughs> company. Oh, so you don't, mean, you don't mean like a bad cell phone. <laughs> No, I was no, trying no. to figure out what garbage <laughs> phone meant. I thought you were just like, it didn't work right. Or like you were going to say, I no. got a new job. And they gave me like a crappy old flip phone. No. What, when they call, <laughs> what do they say about their garbage? They So first they were calling to try and start new, like a new service for pickup. Okay. And I was like, no, I am not the garbage company. <laughs> so then I researched the garbage company because I was getting a good number of calls. And they went on a business last October, but I was still getting these calls and I didn't see my phone number on their website anywhere. But these people who were calling me would like read me back my office phone number, but I had no idea where they were getting it from. Did you ask them? Yeah, they said they would get it online. But when you went online, it wasn't there. It was a lot of, no, it wasn't on there. So I kind of stopped answering my phone for a while. And but then I kept getting more calls. And so finally, I decided to call the number that was listed online, which Mm -hmm. was not my office phone number. And so I called that number and it went to my voicemail. (gasps) But it wasn't my number. (gasps) I know. Okay, as shocked as Alex is, what it sounds like is call forwarding. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so weird. What are the chances? But it's actually good because if it's forwarding, you could if you could reach them, you could get them to stop it from forwarding or you could block that number. I feel like you could call your phone company and be like, someone's forwarding my phone. Can you block anything that's forwarded from this number? Okay. Yes. But it also got a little deeper. Oh. So on the website for the garbage disposal company, it says that they had to go out of business last October and to call this new garbage disposal company where all of their accounts were being transferred. So I called the new garbage disposal company and I said, look, the old number is being forwarded to my voicemail. 
can you take care of this or tell me how to contact these people? And they said, no, they've literally fallen off the face of the earth. No one knows how to contact them. We have no contact with them. We just have their account. Weird. But then later that day, I got a call from someone. And at this point, I'm invested. So I pick up the phone. And it's this guy who's looking for the garbage disposal company and telling me that he's still being charged for the defunct garbage company. Weird. And I said, sir, they went out of business last year. And he said, I know I'm getting charged for two garbage disposal companies. At this point, mm. you're kind of you kind of have just been willed into actually having a job working for a defunct garbage. Like, like you're yeah. doing a you're you're fielding a customer complaint. Can you tell me what they're called? They both have super patriotic names. These two garbage disposal companies. Super patriotic names. Yeah. So one of the defunct one is called Freedom Disposal. Freedom Disposal. And that could also be super unpatriotic. Like you're I guess it could throwing be, freedom yeah. in the trash. I guess. Yeah, it definitely could be. But then the other garbage company is called American Disposal. Again. <laughs> <laughs> when you put disposal after things. <laughs> I mean, true, true. <laughs> could you change your number? I think I could, but I'm kind of invested in this garbage story, too. Like, I want to <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> so I haven't. I haven't, like, taken those steps yet. But if it becomes excessive and there's, like, no way to figure out some kind of end to this story. <laughs> also, it's just the principle of the thing, you know? What is the principle of the thing? I feel like whenever somebody says it's just the principle of the thing, they mean there's no reason for what they're doing. Why should you have to change your number when they're the ones who are screwing up? It's not your fault. Exactly. But the alternative is to do so much extra work. Like, it's not like... <laughs> but I just got new business cards printed. <laughs> Look, you've, you have two options here. One is you change your phone number. <laughs> the other is you just acknowledge yeah. to yourself that you are a person who likes being in a weird vortex where sometimes you get calls from a garbage company <laughs> and you enjoy this part of your life. But either you've got to, it's a very, you're, you're a very Alex Goldman personality. Like you either have to decide to solve it or not solve it, but you don't get to have it both ways. Can I just say that this is very much oh. not in the spirit of Reply All, what you're doing right now? Just bossing people <laughs> around? No, telling people to change their number when the actual correct, yeah. morally righteous solution I literally, yes. I would just love for you to explain to me what is morally righteous. <laughs> it's not like someone wronged somebody. Someone is. You doing... could get mad at like a well, random number no. pattern. <laughs> um, someone is I... getting someone. Someone is getting charged for two garbage companies, and that's morally wrong. That is nothing. Yeah, that has, I can't stand mine. That, that you got nothing to do the with two the of you. Phone. The two of you live in a moral universe where. Like, there are people, you know, all sorts of misery in the world. In your moral universe, when someone stops using a phone number and people call that phone number and reach the new person, that is a moral wrong that has to be corrected. But that's not what's happening. People are calling a number and it's getting forwarded to her. Somewhere, some phone yeah. is doing that. Yes. Some phone. That's true. Mm -hmm. And it's being done with no regard. Look, everyone gets to choose how they spend their life. You just have to you just have to embrace your choice, I think. Never give up. <laughs> you got to smash every phone until you find the one that's forwarding to your phone and mm -hmm. that will fix the problem. All right, good luck, man. Thanks so much for calling. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> what are you giggling about? <laughs> just 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 the my fundamental brokenness. <laughs> just a thing that can't be fixed. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Who's this? Um, I'm Scott. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Congress. The one in D.C.? Yeah, I work there. Well, I'm actually in one of these small rooms where you can have private conversations. And wh how do you, like, in your job, what is your job? Um, I'm just an intern. So how do people who work in Congress use the Internet? If you want to talk about some congressional specific things, yeah, there are databases that we can access from our IP addresses that we can't access at home. But it's basically like a lobbying database where you can you can track um, the sort of revolving door of Congress. Like, let's say, like um, chief of staff of X left to um, be the public policy director of a marijuana firm or something like that. So, and all their congressional salaries are disclosed on that website, um, all their assets. So, you know, all their assets, working. like their house. Yeah. And all any investment they have, that has to be disclosed. That feels like a thing that should be available to more people for free. 
No, that is available free. It's just hard to get to now. Oh. But these are all public disclosures. That's why we have that. How do you or how do people in your office use the like Facebook lobbyist site? Like what what do you what do people have to look up there? No one necessarily has to look up something. It's just something we have for free. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I'm just curious about say if I'm dating someone and I like and they just left the hill, like if they're on the hill, then I kinda of wanna see how big their salary is and stuff. Oh my god, and you can just do that. Yeah, because that's public information. So have you actually gone on a date and looked somebody up and found them, found their salary? Yeah, of course. Tell me the story. Um, someone was on Tinder and then like, you know, he said he was an attorney on the Hill, which means he works in Congress, right? So he showed me Instagram and from the Instagram, I found his name and from his name, I just looked up his salary and apparently he was not an attorney. He was chief of staff. So had this guy inflated his title or deflated his title? No, no, no. He deflated it. Oh. And did your opinion of him change based on his salary and his position? Well, I recommended a more expensive restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Because I was like, I was on Yelp and I did like dollar, dollar, and then there was dollar, dollar, dollar. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty savvy move. Well, no, no, no. It wasn't. I mean, I, I told him that it was that was what I did, and he thought um, it was smart. <laughs> How'd the date go? It didn't go well. He didn't look like his photos, but I got a dollar, dollar, dollar out of it. So. <laughs> I'm happy. I didn't like the restaurant that much, but whatever. Thank you for telling us about Congress Internet. It's yeah, very yeah. interesting. No problem. After the break, we take some more calls. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply ebay motors is here for the ride with over 122 million parts you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly brake kits led headlights bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time plus at these prices you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Hello? Hello? Who's this? Oh my god, I got through again. Nick! Nick. <laughs> Welcome back, Nick! Do you remember your second question? I do. Are you eating I'm food right now? I was. I'm not anymore. I figured you guys probably were going to answer <laughs> Nick, anyway. We've picked up the phone twice for you now. I feel like the idea that we don't answer the phone is not something you're allowed to believe. Oh, I know. Well, I don't anymore. Now I'm a firm believer that you guys are not full of shit. Like, <laughs> oh, we're going to answer the phone. Like, these guys ain't answering their fucking phones. They're so full of shit. I feel like you're going back time. again. <laughs> but no. Do you remember your second question? I do. Okay. So, here's my question. All right. What is the difference between a proxy, a server, a host, and a VPN? And, like, what is your better choice between the... Okay, Alex can answer this. Where like, is this question coming from? What are you trying to figure out? How to browse the internet anonymously? Yeah, I guess, yeah, because, like, you know, you go on the dark web and shit, and I have a VPN and all that, but, like, with Tor, it says you need to bridge. But, like, okay, so what's, if I have a VPN, what's the point of having a proxy or a bridge? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I guess I don't understand, like, why you would need all that shit. So I don't totally know the answer to your question. Um, okay. What I know is a VPN is essentially like, basically it's a virtual private network that that's what VPN yeah. stands for. And what it means is like, you are now part of a network that is elsewhere on the internet. So it's not technically a server. It's more like you are connected to a different network 
and and your okay. your traffic all when it hits the internet all looks like it's coming from this network which happens Whatever. to be somewhere else. Um, I don't know okay. exactly what a proxy is, so I don't know the difference between that and a VPN. My understanding is it's a uh, it's a server that you're that is between you and the place you're connecting. Like you're sending your traffic, I send my traffic to you, you send it to the website. Ah, uh, I see. So okay, so that I guess that's the difference. A proxy server is like an actual computer you're hitting, whereas a a VPN oh. is a network that you're connecting to. Um, oh, what are you doing on the dark web? Uh, you know, just stuff and stuff. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, just just hanging out, okay. buying stuff and stuff. You know, buying stuff, stuff. buying stuff. And stuff. You know, yeah, that's it. Really, that's definitely it. not stuff. Definitely not Nick. Definitely not Nick, though. Nick, definitely not Nick buying stuff. That's for sure. Okay. <laughs> so, right. Thanks for calling, uh, Nick. Thanks for calling back, Nick. Dude, thank you. Yeah, thank you. If uh, you call back again day, and man. we pick up, and you're talking about how we don't pick up, it's going to be messed up. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have problems, hey, man. you know what, dude? I've, I've, I've been greedy enough with your guys' this time. I'm going to bless some other people with it. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for answering, guys. Take yeah, care, All right. man. All right, bye, guys. Hey, this is PJ and Alex. Hello? Hello? Hey, who's this? Hi, this is Hannah. Hey, Hannah. How's it going? Weird. Jinx. It's good. What's your question? Okay, important. Do you remember the dress from years ago? White or gold or black and blue? Mm Mm-hmm. So I just need you to answer it. Do you see black or blue or white or gold? Black and blue. I I see white and gold. What do you see? I see white and gold. Uh, I... Do you think that it's like too on the nose that we saw the different colors? Like it just feels. It didn't surprise me. <laughs> I think that you that that this is how we tell whether someone's a PJ or an Alex. We just ask them what color the dress is. Uh, the question everyone is dying to know about their own personality: whether they're a PJ or an Alex. <laughs> you got a healthy ego there, buddy. <laughs> uh, thank you for calling. Thanks, Anna. Have a great day, guys. Bye. That is like the most solipsistic thing. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't give a shit. So are you, you, you are turning red. I am turning red. I am a, I'm an Alex. Was there a part of you that told, that, that like knew that that was a bad no, thing No, there say? was no modulation in my head that told me not to say that. Scary, dude. Scary. Hi, this is Alex and PJ. Hi. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Kimberly. What question do you have for us? Um, okay, so my question is that I recently discovered um, that my Amazon Alexa has recorded everything that I've ever said to it. Not, wait um, a minute. How do you, is that just a fact of Amazon Alexa? Yeah, it's just a fact of it. Amazon yeah. Alexa. What? Yeah, you can access the recordings and like listen to yourself, everything you've ever asked it, which is so creepy by itself. Oh, so everything but you've then, ever asked it, but not everything you do all the time. No. No, uh-uh. just you have to trigger it. But my follow-up is like that I read this news story about how Alexa had sent this lady's things she was saying that weren't triggered like to some of her contacts and that got me thinking like can like how hard would it be for somebody to hack your alexa i don't want to put on a sinful hat here but you know and hear everything that you're saying in your house is that a thing that can happen i assume so i mean it i haven't seen a story of it happening a thing that it took me a while to understand is that with any voice activated device like alexa siri whatever it's not as if it turns on when you say the word Alexa. Like, it's always passively listening to you. And then it just, like, mm-hmm. starts recording when it hears Alexa. But in theory, you have a microphone that's open in your house all the time. All the time, forever. And so that capability is there. I feel like if somebody had hacked it, the, a news story would have been out. But, like, it does seem possible to me. Actually, sometimes I'll, like, just paranoidly unplug those things. Really? Yeah. I always thought that you were just sort of like, meh, if they're recording me, what are they going to hear? Yeah. I <laughs> literally, the thing that changed my mind was I went into the thing and I just heard little recordings of every time I talked to a robot and it just made me feel a little uncomfortable. Huh. Yeah, exactly. I kind of had heard that it did that and it wasn't until I logged in and actually listened to myself talking to it that I got really creeped out about it. Um, Alex today wants yeah. to know with every single person we talk no, to whether they don't stop this quote unquote an Alex <laughs> or a PJ because he thinks that's really important and that most people have thought about it a lot. I, I, so are you an I Alex feel or like a PJ? Most people probably have thought about it, and I, I I have thought about it, and I have an answer, but I'm not going to tell you because it's mean. Whoa! Now we need to know. Yeah, unfortunately. I think so. No, you don't. No, we do. <laughs> I promise you that we can handle it. No, y'all, 
Y'all have an awesome day. Oh, <laughs> I'm so desperate to know. I'm going to think about this for the rest of my life. <laughs> have a great day. Hey, who's this? Oh my god. Am I... <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm south from Syria. I know it's weird. I'm Syrian, okay? It's not weird. It's kind of cool weird. that you're calling from Syria. Uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm like in Turkey right now. I, I'm not joking. I don't know. Yeah, no, I know you're not joking. Um, I'm calling over like Google Hangouts. I don't know if this might... You there? Do we okay. Okay, you're disconnecting. No, yeah, no, no, we're, we're here. here. We're here. You're disconnecting. Just a second. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. you can. Hello. Hey. Hello? PJ? Yeah. Alex? Hey. hey. Can you hear Don't us? Don't hang up. Hey. Are you there? Hello? Yeah, hello, here. hello. Hello? Hey. Hey, are you there? Hello? Is there a way to... Can you yeah. Google chat with him? Can you chat? Yeah. I mean, numbers are coming in so fast, I don't know how we would do it. Well, can't you see which ones we've like connected with? Like, no, ones? because we connect over that phone. Country code for Turkey is ninety. Hello. Hey, we're still here. Don't hang up. Hey, you're back. What's your What's your question? Uh, okay, so I like ever since that, like ninth grade or something, I've been like working real hard on my English. I don't know if that's apparent. Your English is great. Yeah, your English is amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Um, and ever since like 2016, I've been really working hard and trying to like get into college abroad. And so towards the end of last year, December of last year, I take the SAT and I get a 1540. Holy crap, um, my God. That's really good. And like in 2016, Trump comes in, into office and obviously there's a travel ban and I'm no longer allowed into uh, the U.S. So, uh, God damn it. I I'm really tongue-tied. Oh, that's okay. Just take your time. We're here. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so, like, uh, the only option I had then was Canadian universities. And I tried to register uh, to the best of my ability on the internet. And I just, like, there was the websites. All of them were so bad and like just like hard to actually use like so many problems like for example my name is in all caps in english but because that's how we do it in syria i don't know who decided that and so like on a lot of the like websites i put my name and they were all like oh your name is case sensitive so you need to capitalize it as it is in your like passport and i go in there and put it in all caps because that's the way it is in my passport. And they're like, we can't accept that. And so like, I literally hit them up. I, yeah. I, I call them, I call the university and they're like, we don't know. They're, they're just like, we don't know flat out. Um, that that's like McGill. It's like, oh yeah. I went to McGill there. I had very bad experiences when I needed help with them. You went to McGill? God damn. Okay. Yeah. So like I I've I've kind of missed all of my deadlines now, and it's been like these three months have been super depressing for me. I, like I I just don't know what to do. I've been like searching for counselors on the internet. I I literally can't find it anyone. And like I don't know if that's even something that like you said to anything. So yeah, you know, totally. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Let's try to help. So it sounds like you need somebody, you literally need somebody who can help you navigate the college admissions process. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, it's not like we know that person offhand, but we can, we'll help. Yeah, we'll help. That, that, I mean, that's fine. Okay. Thank you guys so much. I'm really sorry that you're going through this. How long have you been in Turkey? I've been since like 2013. And are you with your family? Yeah. Came together. What's your family like? Like, what's your mom, dad? Like, do you have siblings? Uh, I have three siblings, all females. 
Uh, that's how I grew up. Younger and or older? I'm the youngest kid. And what, like, what's your life like in Turkey right now? Like, where are you talking to us from? Uh, I live on a coastal city, so I can't go to Gaziantep. I can't go to Istanbul unless I have a permit. And what does it take to and get a permit? You have to have either family uh, somewhere else, and they don't always accept that, or you have to have something like a test or something. Hmm. Like when I took my SATs, I had to fly out to Ankara. And so what do you do? Are you, you're done with school. What are you doing with yourself? Um, I, I, like, I skipped it. I went to, year, uh, to school a year earlier. Uh, like, like, I skipped a year. And okay. so, yeah, I'm done with school now. But, like, I'm as old as a senior uh, year student. And are you working? Uh, not really, no. Alex said that, like, he was your dad, and, it, and it's okay that you're not working. I'm not trying to, like, yes, it's fine that you're not working. I was just curious. So the, no, no, no. I, like, uh, the thing is, as Syrians, we're not allowed to work here, uh, regardless if you have, like, a college degree or anything. I think recently they instated some sort of process for people to, you know, uh, convert their diplomas, their college diplomas, and try to work here. But for now, it's mostly like educational fields and uh, like markets and stuff that get the jobs that can work. But otherwise, no one can do anything. How do people just like survive financially? We've just been like borrowing money from my grandpa, from my uncle for the past um, like three years, four years. And that's what we've been subsisting off for the whole time. That sounds really, really, really hard. Yeah. Tim has a question for you. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going, Sal? Mm -hmm. um, okay, this is a this is a kind of uninformed question, but I'm I'm just really curious. So I live in Berlin, Germany. There's a huge mm -hmm. Syrian population there, and I've met a lot of Syrians. And I'm just curious: mm -hmm. is that I don't know? I'm I'm genuinely curious. I don't know: is that um, a thing that you guys think about? Is Germany still possible to emigrate to, or has it is that become really difficult? We wanted to go at some point back in like 2015. My dad and sister wanted to go to Sweden or something like one of those countries. And basically what you do that is you get on a boat and you go all the way there. But right. obviously it's very dangerous. And a lot of the smugglers are basically criminals. Uh, you might get stolen. You might get, you're definitely going to get your stuff stolen on the way there. You're, yeah. You might never get there. You might think whatever, but like my dad and sister were going to go. The way it works is that like once a family member goes there, like your parent, like your dad, uh, he can reunite and with all of uh, with all of his children as long as they're under the age of 18. Hmm. And so my sister was above 18 and she had to go. And, and so like it was really scary you know, the days leading up to it. And eventually the day came, they were going, I went to school and I returned and it turns out they hadn't gone. And uh, like right about that time, uh, th there was a law that was in, uh, put in place that would um, prohibit Syrians from traveling between states, between Turkish states or cities uh, without a permit. And so my dad was on his way to like wherever the city was where they were going to get smuggled and uh, they didn't let him get get through. And so he returned and that was that. Did it, did it make you feel, uh, did it make you feel disappointed or sad that he wasn't able to make it or were you just glad that he was not in harm's way like obviously i was comforted that day but a lot of my friends had gone and they were going to reunite with them and it's really not good here in turkey again no jobs uh yeah i obviously like i I don't enjoy my stay here. And so I would have been happy had he like gotten there safely and reunited with us there. But I see, you know, yeah, totally. Uh, you don't want like anyone in heart's way. Anyway. 
do you what do you do for like fun for fun uh mostly read uh have friends obviously <laughs> and who do you like to read uh i like mostly 19th century 20th century uh f- fiction damn dude. Like, i love joseph heller yeah <laughs> uh catch 22 is like uh catch 22 is good yeah, it is good it's about war and the, and the main character is a syrian and i'm a syrian so representation uh, <laughs> <laughs> and how like what made you start being interested in teaching yourself english and reading books in english what, what was that <laughs> Uh, ninth grade, I like decided to go to a Turkish school. Uh, so the deal here is that we all go to like Syrian schools. They're like temporary educational centers that are like for refugees uh, solely. But you can choose to go to Turkish schools. And when I went, uh, I got like, I'm again, I told you, I skipped a year. I'm smaller than most of the other guys. And I'm like 5'8 right now. Uh, like I was, I'm pretty small. And at the time I was smaller, but anyway, uh, but it really was bad. I got like beat up a lot. I got bullied a lot. Uh, obviously, you know, xenophobia. And so I was like, I kind of reacted instead of trying to learn Turkish. I went the complete other way and just went (laughs) with English and (laughs) I had like a notebook with words a bunch of like SAT words from like the old SAT. And I just, every day, like at school is like eight hours, which is like hell. You you completely don't understand anything. You're just sitting there, teachers babbling away and you just don't know what to do. And so I sat there, you know, memorized as many words as I could. And that was the beginning. I, I was... It's not the same thing or anything, but when I was a kid, I got bullied a lot because I was tiny and had no social skills. And I did the same thing. I would just read books like in class just so I didn't have to pay attention to what was actually going on. And I always get caught and get in trouble. I used to skip class. I used to I used to go hide behind the school building and read books. It was the same thing. And I remain uh, about 5'8 today, so you're not alone. <laughs> okay. You said you taught yourself English? Yeah. Uh, I mean, not super hard, but uh, a lot of people think it's super hard. <laughs> and what did it like? Literally, how did you do it? Um, like I, I kind of started off on YouTube. What YouTube videos would you watch when you were learning English? Oh God, uh, anything. Like, I mean, I remember Good Mystical Morning was a, was a lot of fun. Like, uh, Wait, just what? That. Good Mystical Good Morning. Mystical Morning. Yeah. What is it? You don't know it? Uh-uh. No. Well, you guys. <laughs> they just podcast on the internet. Jeez. They have like 50 million subscribers, dude. So wait, what is yeah. it? Good It's just like a morning show. Like morning news? No, not. Uh, it's like, I don't know. They do all sorts of clickbaity YouTube stuff, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm looking. Like the, today, they did, <laughs> yeah. they did the March Milkness take test, taste <laughs> test, healthy cereals. I, I'm really surprised you don't know them. But anyway... I mean, YouTube kind of has, like, the easiest, like, generally, the, the language that is used is not really complex, and so I started off with that, and then I moved on to podcasts, which usually tackle, like, stuff that's a bit more complicated, and not necessarily, though, and then I just started reading books, and the rest is history. So you don't really speak, you speak English really well, but you don't speak Turkish too well? My my Turkish is like, I mean, it's average for people who live here, but it's not good enough to have like even a basic conversation. Do you meet people uh, there who speak English? No, not not at all. Never. But like, I I, I mean, no, uh, people really don't speak English here. Since they don't speak English and your Turkish isn't great, do people not know that you're really smart? <laughs> I, I I kind of hit it. Uh, from people I didn't want people to know for some reason. Like, people generally use, like, English especially just to, like, show off. And, like, huh. and, and so, like, I didn't want to be that guy. Uh, and so, 
you know, like it wasn't until 11th grade that people knew that I spoke English. I like had a one-on-one with my English teacher and we just <laughs> faced off in terms of who knows, like more vocab words. <laughs> that is so nerdy and so cool. <laughs> who won? <laughs> I did. <laughs> like, Good work. Do you remember like the word that you won on? It, like I wasn't the one coming up with them. My friends like were asking me, and like one of the words was like uh, uvula or something. Like someone literally pointed at their uvula, and I was like, "Oh, that's a uvula," and my teacher <laughs> didn't know it. And, and so <laughs> that's one specific example I remember. And like that was the only time. I, I mean, people at that point did like start actually like complimenting me on my existence before that people like thought I was just (laughs) useless basically I don't know that's kind of nice a little bit yeah I got yeah like 11th grade was like I peaked that year (laughs) (laughs) Sal uh Alex all day has been asking people come on dude it's really important to him to know this it's apparently not for some important reason. to me to know no, this uh, he said he wants to Please. know with pretty much know. everybody on earth whether they think they're a PJ or an Alex and he <laughs> thinks that's like a foundational thing <laughs> I'm more of an Alex oh no <laughs> Sorry for Boom! That. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's 5'8". Sal, five you eight. just wrecked Please. me. Thank you, Sal. We're the same height. We're the same height. <laughs> Come on. How tall are you, PJ? Uh, I, th- I think you're like 5'11". Yeah, you're around 6 feet. I can't. I'll walk around on my knees. God damn it. All right, let, we're going to try to figure out if we can help you, okay? Yep. Okay, yeah. thank you so much, guys. Yeah. I love you so much. I, I, I'm both an Alex and a PJ. No, I'm no. Sorry. Come on, you're an Alex. Ah, you're an Alex. It's okay. <laughs> Everyone has to. All right, take uh, care. Love you. Love you. Right, Bye. 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 So we recorded that conversation last Thursday. Since then, we found somebody in the McGill admissions department who's looking over Sal's transcripts and helping him navigate their system. McGill's student-run Syrian Student Association is also helping out. If you are one of our listeners and you work in college admissions in North America and you want to help out, just send us an email, repyall at kimletmedia.com. Obviously, the problem Sal's having is way, way broader than just him. There's tons of smart Syrian kids who have been displaced who want to go to college, and it's very hard for them to get there. If you're interested in this, we found two organizations that seem to be working on it. There's one called JUSOR, J-U-S-O-O-R. It's a group of Syrian expats who are trying to help kids find opportunities. The other one is the Institute of International Education, IIE. They have a program called PEER where they try to find scholarships and opportunities and connect them with refugee students. Um, Sal said he would keep us updated, so if there's more news with him, we'll let you know. And and finally, just thank you to everybody who called or who wrote in. It was fun to um, ineptly try to solve your problems. Thanks. Reply All is hosted by me, PJ Vote, and Alex Goldman. We're produced by Shruti Pinamanani, Fia Benin, Damiana Marchetti, Anna Foley, Jessica Young, and Emmanuel Jochi. Our show is edited by Tim Howard. We were mixed by Rick Kwan and Kate Polinsky. Fact-checking by Michelle Harris. Our intern is Christina Ayele DeJosa. Special thanks this week to Jackie Quinones. Our theme song is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Our ad music is by Build Buildings. Matt Lieber is Road Trip Weather. You listen to our show wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in two weeks.